0: Hub podcast. Find us on all your favourite podcast platforms or watch us on YouTube. Welcome back to the Talk Hub Podcast. Episode uh, 5. Where are at, aren't we, Jeff? Number 5, yep. That's it. I'm Kurt. It's me best mate, Jeff. And we're here to shoot Besties. the shit. <laughs> How you been, man? I've been good. Actually, I haven't seen you since motivation. We um, basically more or less... Parked up, unloaded our stuff, was like, see ya. That is right. I never thought about that. Yeah, you're right. We were pretty much with each other every day on the lead up. Yeah, for what, a month, five weeks, something like that? Probably longer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was good to see you again, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely a busy time. We'll touch on um, motivation a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. A little bit later. Yeah. We'll get rid of... uh, some housekeeping type of stuff. That's right, yeah. So, what do you want to start off with? I think... Uh, big news, we... big news. As you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see just in front of you there, we've got a turbocharger and some trusty HPR30. HPR. Don't ever be caught with a five-letter and not some of that. Mate, if you're you jump on it. any five-letter group, they're going to tell you that HPR30 is what you need. And we've been using it for... The best part of fifteen years, um, Penrite have graciously offered us a spot as brand ambassadors for twenty twenty three, which that, is um, that's a win, isn't it? Well, we, we, we've been using their stuff forever and a day anyway, so that's right. Yeah, so making it official, they've um, brought us on as part of the team, and uh, one of our first sponsors. We've actually got another one, which we'll uh, touch on. A little bit later on as well. Geez, we got so much to touch on later on. I know it's it's, it's a big episode coming up, I think. <laughs> but um yeah, that was that was a the big news that sort of came through on the emails. Yeah. I remember I I caught the email first because obviously we've both got access to all the talk of stuff and I sent you a screenshot thinking you'd already seen it and I was just quizzing and you were like, What the fuck? Like yeah. it's pretty cool. It's I was spun cool. out. Yeah, no, it's cool. So Yeah. It's always good, like we will only get behind stuff, you know we're only going to promote stuff that we actually really do get behind, like yeah oh, we got the other one the other day, a bit of a change in direction, and i won 't go too deep on it, but did you see the I think we got an email the other day from that same place uh, yes. over East that yeah. does the cheap manufacturing they're trying to jump on board again and it's yeah yeah, yeah. we've had um, you know we've had various sponsorship op- opportunities we'll call them um, since we've started we've got a you know our obviously our first supporters, Lost Racing Products, yeah. Legends. We actually purchased some more Speed Flow through them this week. Yeah, they're um, they're so good to deal with, eh? They are, yeah. yeah. And they they're really good to us, and we we'll support them to the day yeah. we die. Because they so. didn't have to, you know. Like this was early days. Even now, we're still tiny. Yeah. And you know, but they still it's still good, you know. They, yeah. They get behind us, and it it helps. Like every little bit helps at our level for That's sure. That's right. So. Yeah. So. Um, they're, they're on board. Obviously, Penrose jumped on, which, like you say, we've been using their gear since the dawn of time um, and proudly Australian-owned oil company. Yep. So, we wouldn't use anything but an Australian company. And as you're saying, we got an email from a parts manufacturer, won't name them, yeah, no. but it's fair to say they think their rods go max speed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, I can't confirm or deny that, but I would I would assume so. Yeah, that's just not not for us. We're not like I said before. Um, we are absolutely for sale, but <laughs> yeah, not not just to anything. Not something that we don't believe in. Yeah, no, we're not doing this to get every little skerrick of anything out of any anyone. You know what I mean? Like mm. we need to really we st- we if we're pushing it, we think it's cool. Yeah. You know? So big thanks to Penright for getting on board. You'll be seeing, you know, more of their products through our videos. Obviously, we um, sort of err away from product placement type of content. But, um, you know, if if we're using it, we'll be making a point of using it. Yeah, that's it. And like now that some of you guys... Want if you want to support us, you know, it's not just the merch or whatever. Like you can think, oh shit! Instead of using this brand, I'll use Penrite because they get behind my boys. So that's that's sort of how my brain works. Support support those that support you. You know, so that's right. And you know, we support the Australian products because well, we've got two sons. You know, each we got two we got four sons between us, and they need industry to go to. They need job opportunities and stuff in the future. So we need to support the guys on our home shores. For sure. Well said. Well said. Thank you, sir. So, just adjusting my headphones here. No, we're good. We're good. Um, That's that's probably the first bit of big news. Like I say, we do have um, some more stuff to touch on soon, but I guess we'll just kick on with uh, this week's hot topic. What do you reckon? Yeah, go on. Let's do it.
1: This
0: week's hot topic. That's hot. That is hot. (laughs) <laughs> there we go. Hot topic. I think it's, needless to say, motivation. We've had enough time to cool down. Yeah. Our sunburner's peeled. Um, our tan is looking fire. What do you reckon? There mate? is no escape. There is not a bit of shade to be seen in the middle of the day. Unless you bought there's it. There's just <laughs> no escaping it. We bought it, but it was still... It was inadequate. So we did bring shade, but the shade doesn't help you when I think on Saturday you were parked at the front corner of your passenger guard for nearly five hours yep. straight. I, and that's not even an exaggeration. I yep. think at least five hours. It was amazing. And I, and I honestly, I pretty much loved every minute. It didn't feel like five hours, no. like uh, at all. I no. was a bit, I was a little bit. Um, I know I, was, I wasn't taken back, but I, I don't know. I was kind of surprised, really. Yeah. That Because there was... I can't, I'm, the, I'm that guy that forgets your name as soon as you tell me, so I'm not even going to try and remember all the names. No. But like... Hey, if you told us what car you got, we can probably describe yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... But there, there was probably not quite a handful, but nearly a handful of guys that told, told me that they came to motivation just to come and see... See the car and to see us, which I thought was pretty cool, yeah like, that I, is I cool. was a bit yeah, I was a bit puzzled by it, but yeah, it was really cool to yeah. to hear and just yeah, just to catch up and talk to all you guys was it was awesome. it was sort of my first experience, and probably yours too, really. I mean, you get out a bit more than me, but it was my first experience at getting to meet some of you guys and having that awkward. Uh, bit at the start where you're walking along and someone's locked eyes with you and you're like (laughs) but you're like oh what's going on have I got something on my face or do these people know me from the channel It's all still pretty new so it was uh, but it was cool it was cool as it was nothing nothing odd at all it was really good it was a weird contrast from Red Centre Nationals when we went up there it was kind of um, we could still walk around there film whatever and we were like invisible no one yeah there was we a, cu- a couple of punters that's right there was a couple of people that did come and see us like when we were at the track or whatever and have a bit of a yarn uh and maybe one or two that saw us at the caravan park but for the most part we were kind of just like doing our thing um but a motivation you guys. obviously i think being that we are based here in the west i guess it's like our home crowd yeah. Um, and, you, and you can see in the analytics and stuff, I won't go too technical on it, but you can see that we definitely do have a strong base within our um, viewership. Yeah, I th- here. locality's got to be some sort of draw card. Like, perhaps you probably wouldn't even really watch if it was over east, but because Maybe. we're sort of in your backyard, like, we'll just see what these Muppets <laughs> are right, up we to. we feel sorry for these boys. Yeah. We'll look after Yeah, you never know. you got <laughs> to keep an eye on them. So. It was so sick to... Um, you know, be at our camp and have you guys come in. You could see him coming from the other side of the paddock wearing a Torque Hub shirt and you go, oh, yeah, here we go. It, Here's was, boy. it was a surreal feeling for me, especially just because, like I've told everyone a, a million times, my car's been off the road for so long, so even though it's not fully finished, just the feeling of just, like, backing a, compl- a car that's complete and it's not just a, a, a half-finished shit box, it's a full finished or a fully complete <laughs> shit box anyway, or at least ninety seven percent. Yeah. And just backing it off the trailer and just being able to move it around and just seeing people look, it was a really good feeling. It was it was awesome. And it was very well received. I think we were probably both um surprised I mean obviously we love the car because we've got our blood, sweat and tears in it. But to have so many other people come up and, you know, really show appreciation for, for the car for what it is, even as it is now. Yeah. Um, that was that was awesome.
1: Yeah, no, like it we was We handed uh, out
0: heaps of stickers and, you know, like a couple of stubby holders. A few guys bought some shirts as well, which yeah. was wicked, you know, like it was just um it was, it was awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, and that, that was awesome. that was basically the highlight of the weekend. I didn't really get to do much else. We did the super cruise thing, like kind of first thing, and got back at like what was it like eleven ish, something like that, from when yeah. we were in the Ute. And then basically, I spent the rest of the day doing that. And then the, yeah, yeah, and then the family came for a bit. And we went and watched a few burnouts, and then it was sort of kicking off into the night. So it went pretty quick. And kicking off into the night, we did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the after party is um, probably better than the event itself. Being able to wander around and talk to some people and check out some cars and whatever. Yeah, but, um, yeah, super cruise was wicked. Old girl sitting behind us, she did us proud. Not that um, we really gave it too much of our no. time. But I'm kind of regret not putting some stockies on it now. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I I feel like. I feel like I talked you out of it because I think you were going to, and then I was like, "Oh, do we have to?" Is it really worth? Like I was like, yeah. "Is that juice really worth the squeeze for what we both know it is?" Plus, yeah. you got to drive the thing home. It's like, well, know. that was kind of why I wanted to change the wheels because you yeah. like, would have to drive it home. Yeah, you know, like an hour and a half. Or, yeah, um, and it would have done it easier. It would have got more wheel speed having the stockies on versus having those freshly walled 19s might I add shout out to pro shine who got me in last minute I got them walled at like 8am on the Friday morning and then I went from there directly to scrutineering Mm. um but yeah probably should have put the stockies on it probably would have put on a little bit better show it would have done it easier than yeah it was funny though when we got back like so we pull up to back to camp and we both get out and I'm like fuck man like we should like Put this fucking thing on E eighty five and put an intercooler cooler <laughs> and a camshaft like that was okay. Like we could do a lot better with what we've got. Like, I was surprised um how well it went. Like like I said, I said it in the video as well. It reminded me just how much fun that car is because I don't drive it as often as I'd probably like to. Yeah. Um and then there was actually there was that one time we pulled out into the um coming from the staging lane, pulled out onto the track and I did a bit of a burnout going through the start line. And it sort of spun, spun, spun. I got off it a little bit and then punched in. It just gripped up and went. Yeah, I think that was one of the first ones you did and we yeah. both looked at each other and were like, What the fuck was that? Like yeah. it felt strong. Like strong, which is not what that normally feels like. No, like, yeah. Like it like literally put you back in the seat and you went, Holy. Yeah. What was that all about? Yeah. <laughs> but then the heat soak like hit in and then you're like Ah there <laughs> we go. You get to ah. the snake pit and it's like unhappy, you're just trying yeah. to drop second, it's like, Oh fucking hell yeah. <laughs> just grab out the rash for a bacon, slap it on the blower, there yeah. you go. She'll cook up. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, nah. nah, she's a good old girl, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, it's... Um, Needless to say, I thought I was pretty cool when I was uh, driving around that when I was 18 years old, that's for sure. Yep. Yeah, and now we still think we're cool yeah. in our mid-30s cruising. <laughs> exactly, <it>. exactly. <laughs> but no, nah, it was wicked, man. Motivation was awesome. I yeah. think another um, highlight was just catching up with some people that we did see at Red Santa Nats. So a couple of the, like, the Santa crew... Um, who sort of you know they follow the circus around or whatever just seeing those people and seeing viewers cars because there were some people that were entered there um, and some of them have got cool cars oh i was gonna say they, not that it's hard but yeah they got way sicker cars than and it's what like, we why have. are you watching us for yeah <laughs> no it was it was cool to make some new friends and see some old ones yeah and just see all the different cars what was your thoughts on the car selection as as like a whole like as a variety because i hadn't been in a lot of years i couldn't tell you the last time i went to motivation i honestly couldn't so i'm in two minds i think for the most part the car selection was good there was a lot of um you know high quality builds for sure there but as a sellout event they obviously sold out and capped the entries and some cars that were there and i won't sort of peg anyone in particular but I feel like there would have been other cars on the wait list which were probably more deserving. Now I understand that you can't pull the rug out from under them last minute and I'm going to touch on this again um, in a future segment because this is literally a scenario that's happening today for a different event. Um, You can't pull the rug out from under someone last minute so there has to be, I feel like there has to be a selection process but at the same time you know, how long do you wait? You've got to give yeah. people time so that they can book holidays and buy tyres and, yeah. you know, get machining done or whatever, you know, yeah. whatever needs it's, to be done. It's got to be a, a balancing act between, obviously, they want to sell as many tickets as they can mm. and if people want to go, they, they obviously, they'll pay their money and they'll go straight away yeah. but, there were definitely you know some of the big banger cars that were there, you know they showed up and they showed out they were good, and you know they're they're the ones that bring the crowd yeah. you know there, between I'm s- just going to say it though there were a lot of shit boxes there as well, like more than what I would have expected when I first was in motivation. I took that year I would have been eighteen odd years old, eighteen or nineteen yeah. motivation twenty two it was fifteen years ago, and it was crazy back then, like it was. Way more entrance, wouldn't you say? Like, that whole top paddock was full. That's where we were. It almost the felt driveway. like there probably would have been twice as many cars and, like, none of them would have been anywhere near as bad as some of the worst. Like, these are just skid cars, you know? So that's just what they are. They, I'm not, you know, they're not trying to be anything yeah. other than just they need. they want to go somewhere and they just want to blow sets. But it made me think... Is it just the car scene as a total that's sort of going more that way where you just sort of have more fun, spending less, you know, just like is it getting more burnout orientated and just doing that sort of thing as, as opposed to building like clean streeters or maybe even say like a semi-showish type car. Like maybe the yeah. scene's changing and we don't have to be okay with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. I'm not saying that there should have been more nicer cars or, any, I'm not saying anything like that yeah. at all because I'm just one person, but mm. as a, as a whole, that's maybe where the scene sort of more going. Well, I think as Australia now has embraced burnouts as a, as a motorsport, you know, like it's, it's well we gone, started it as a motorsport really. Yeah, it's, yeah. So what, It's like, it's gone away from just being, you know, a couple of, cars that you got out of the wreckers and you twitched a couple of wires together and yet not nah, we're on here weld the diff and and have some fun now, although there is still plenty of that as is, well yeah and Rife pro- and good yeah that's probably the most fun Absolutely. because i reckon some of these guys that have spent upwards of a hundred, hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand dollars on these cars are they even having fun anymore you know like they are purpose-built competition cars um but i think to, to circle back to my previous point, I think now that we've embraced burnouts as a motorsport, that particular event, or I guess Summonats is known for its burnouts, particularly the the Canberra one, you know? So now that Summonats are running over here, Burnout Masters, the Burnout Masters series is a thing. Um, so that's probably where that sort of plays into it. So, yeah, people don't want to put a show car on the pad i know i wouldn't i don't want to put any cars on the pad personally <laughs> but anyway you know so that's yeah if what's going to put bums on seats is the burnouts yeah and those yeah. are the guys that are going to be doing the burnouts then those are the cars that are going to be there yeah you know skid row was such a big part of, skid row was awesome yeah I think Skid Row was awesome. I'd like to see a bit of a layout change where the line for Skid Row is blocking everyone from doing pit cruising. That's probably my main gripe with it. And you know, these are all teething issues as well. They've moved like the layout never changed from when when I first started going, and then I went years after that. The layout was always the same. The elite pavilion was up, up, you know, near the staging lanes and blah, blah, blah. It was always the same. They've switched a lot of this stuff up now. And obviously there's there's teething issues. Even with the camping, you know, they got switched up last minute. These are all things that are going to take a little while to, to come good. But as long as we're moving in the right direction, which I think we are, Hmm. But there's definitely still room for improvement there for sure. Well, obviously you don't want to put the Elite Pavilion on the beachman where it used to be because that's where Skid Row is. And you probably don't want Skid Row right next to the Elite Tank because then they're just going to get even though it's in a marquee, they are not airtight. No. You know, you're going to get heaps of dirt. The preference is to not it. have Skid Row near anything, really. That's yeah. what I think would be the go. Which is which is why it is where it is, and the and the layout is how it is. And most of the guys in the line were good. They'd leave the end of the avenues pretty well open. So if you were pit cruising, you could cruise past, get to the staging lane, and and do your circle. You know, but um, just the sheer amount of traffic I wanted to hit skid row in the U I wanted to do it. I said that from the start, I kind of wanted you or someone to be on the side and film me belting the piss out of it down skid row. The one time that I went down there with the intention, I was just like, took one look at the line and went, no thanks. Like that's a two hour wait to get in. And I'm just like, "Mm -mm, nah, I, you know, it was better off for me going back to camp and editing the video and, getting that out on YouTube, you know. So um, I think there needs to be some layout changes. Another thing that I'd like to see is another super cruise on the Sunday because there was literally Sunday no, was a dead day. Like, there was no cruising whatsoever. Nothing. Unless you wanted to go on skid row or you were in the burnout finals, there was nothing for yeah, you. A, honestly, <laughs> I went to bed. I, I went to bed at like 5.30 that morning. <laughs> I stayed up entirely way too late. Me and, me and Michael, we just... Cheat each other up a little bit and regretted it. But anyway, that's another story. But yeah, by the time I dragged my sorry ass out of bed, um, it was done. Like the general, all your general stuff, That the, half the people seemed like they were gone, honestly. Well, like I said, because there was nothing on the program for them, mm. a lot of people did pack up early in the morning and get out of there before <clears throat> before it got too hot. Yeah. Because it was, I mean, the weather... Guys said it was thirty eight odd degrees at Perth Motorplex. But when you're at the track around that's more like forty three, forty four, you know, like or mm. more. more. Yeah. Um, so why not pack up and yeah, get out of early? Yeah, there early? I, yeah, there's definitely needed to be some more stuff for just your general punter that wasn't yeah. doing burnouts or whatever. I would have liked to have seen another little um, like a little uh, race session at the start, like, you know, a little eighth mile or something, you know, something like that, just a quick session in the morning when it's still pretty cool. Yeah. You know. Obviously, another gripe that I had was uh, no people in the back of utes whatsoever. Not in the smooth cruise, not in the pit cruising, yeah. not anywhere. Yeah. Um. When we got the text message, if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook, you would have saw it in our stories. Um. We got the text message... From the event management, that was um, pretty cool. Actually, we're getting text all all, all weekend. Day. Yeah, oh. letting you know, like, yeah. hey, if you're entered for this, go to the staging lane now. Yeah. You know, this is opening now. Blah blah blah. They do. Keep it you was running. ran well. Like, yes. it, everything that was supposed to be happening was happening. It was good. Yeah, and they kept you well informed. But when I got the message to say, N- under no circumstances, anyone in the back of utes or wagons, that broke my heart. That's mm. something that I we need to bring that back. Yeah, but. It's it'd be out of their control, I'm really. sure it is oh, yeah. 100%. It'd be an ins- like everything these days, you got to cater to the lowest common denominator. So, you know, I think that poor fella fell out of a ute that wasn't even barely moving at some, and that's the year I went and he passed away. So, that's right, I mean, man. that's that's where it comes from. You don't want to run the risk, so that that's where it comes from. I wish we could too, because. I remember how much fun everyone had when we were in that, just rolling gears as hard as I could, going down the drag strip. It yeah, seems yeah. kind of sketchy though, yeah, especially because back 15 years ago, yeah, there was high horsepower stuff, but not like not like 10, now. No. Like every Tom, Dick, and Harry's got, you know, eight, seven, eight hundred horsepower to the tires. So if they've got their missus and their, well, you know, their girlfriends and their mates in the back, and they're <laughs> just like spinning fourth gear down the drag strip it's probably not going to turn out too well nah nah and i'm you know i'm certainly not against them um banning it for the super cruise Mm. in particular but the smooth cruise where you are speed limited and there's no burnouts and you know or pit cruising that's another one very low speed yeah you know like why not yeah why not but anyway that was my little gripe it's probably something that I could yeah, say. Yeah, it's just for because we—it's just because we—we know how fun it is. So yeah, yeah. So anyway, sentimental. Yeah, but anyway, we got to live through that era, so we are the lucky ones. Yeah, but uh, thanks again to all you legends who came and saw us at Motivation. Um, there's a little feature video that'll be coming out, not by us. We were no, that filmed. was I was actually yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. We were filmed. Um, by performance garage they did a small feature on us that will be coming to your eyeballs at some point when it does come out we'll share it for sure um but they did a short feature with us at motivation on the friday before things got too yeah it was basically we rolled up wasn't we We rolled up got set up and jack rolled up and that was um, deliberate just yeah (laughs) yeah, hit us with it straight away so i don't know i hope i don't Look like as big a dickhead as I felt when I was doing it, but anyway, well, we will we will see. How's that different from any other video? Exactly. <laughs> At least with with uh, with our video about Jeff, don't make me look like a dickhead. And then too I, much, and then, then you I fail every time. <laughs> then I make you look like a bigger one. Yeah. So no, it was good. Yeah. Um, in other motorsport news, drag challenge. Now, obviously, drag challenge was happening during motivation, so I didn't get to clip keep close tabs on it no, i didn't but, um, i didn't look at anything i did see some of the street machine coverage when i got home harry haig yeah shout out to hall last garage taking home the chocolates yeah that hq that's his H- thing though let's be honest he eats sleeps and breathes that shit so. dragon drive yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah it. congratulations guys it was killer yeah the steve-o army will be pumped on that um sorry cleaned up a kangaroo on day one yeah you know finished up at Day one, on the drive session, and cleaned up a roo. Unlucky. It'd take a pretty big obstacle to slow that team down, though. Like, they, I mean, they just froth that shit. Oh, yeah. Gaffer tape, bit of bubble gum, cable tie. He's going to make it happen, eh? Yeah. 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 What a weapon. Yeah, I don't know how he even gets around with the size of the balls he must have to drive that (laughs) HQ the way he does, because it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's definitely got to be a parasitic loss on that combo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah nah so yeah that's sick Very and cool. you know he was going against some, some heavy hitters like that um, Daniel Zabolics HQ that thing is next level yeah had some valve train issues um, throughout the week from what I saw and yeah no bueno yeah but good to see him out there you know obviously Zabolics much easy team they, they work hard they, they know racing yeah and um, you know they, they got it towards the end there but man so good to see uh, old Pop. Yeah. Pop 666. Yeah. Belting the tyres yeah. at the end of it, too. What a weapon. Yeah. The Hackshop Garage guys, they went, um, didn't do so good, the poor dudes. They thrashed hard to get that Falcon there, Turbo 6, uh, put a new BTR in it. Uh, didn't. They made it to scrutineering, and they did that. And then the next day, when they went to start day one, They had a box full of neutrals. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Is the BTR, that must be like the 4060 of the Ford world, is it? (laughs) It must be. It must be. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it was a converter seal popped out and it literally dumped all the fluid out of the box. All of it. And then when they towed it home, even though towing it home there on day one, that's it. They're a DNF. They Mm -hmm. can't do anything. But they said, oh, well, if we can go home or we can fix it, if we can just replace the seal and whatever, we'll meet them at Portland and we'll still do the week, you know? Hats off to them for that. But when they pulled it all apart, the bearing race was scored like it was a, nah, we can't fix this today. Yeah. And what they did instead was they jumped in Michael's um, HQ. It's got the, I can't remember if that one's got a 253 or 308. I think it was a 308. Five speed manual and they'd sort of did the cruise in that. Yeah. They're releasing their content on all that now. Yeah, okay. Um... So yeah, it'd be good to see their coverage. Saw in their day one video, there was one legend with a Talk Hub hoodie on. What a G. Yep, Talk Hub merch on Drag Challenge while we were at Motivation. That's pretty cool. Getting around it. And I think I also got sent a photo of a dude at the pub uh, at the end of day one of Drag Challenge wearing a Talk Hub shirt. Yeah, okay. So that's cool. TalkHub.com.au if you want to get your own. That's it. Get some swag, mate. Just do it. <laughs> Yeah, we did, we did, I didn't really even look too much at my phone that whole weekend. eh? We had messages and all sorts. I probably still haven't replied back to people, so sorry. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) We had a bit on. Yeah, yeah, a lot on. (laughs) The um, XY, that uh, got a fair bit of attention. There was funny, there was some I never even got to witness the attention. I was thinking, man, my car's, anyone else want to speak to any other people? Nah. Nah. But obviously, yeah, behind my back as I was looking. Yeah looking towards my car there was a few a few uh blue oval guys coming to yeah. check it out and there were some people that have only just gotten around the channel on the lead up to motivation or they came on saturday um to see us after seeing our video for the first time on the like the friday video you know that's uh, all that oh yeah there's one dude in particular that said oh yeah i've just found your channel like literally last night i want to come and have a look and um so he was looking at your car. Obviously, that's the one that's sort of been featured heavily
1: mm. recently.
0: Yeah. And MixXY was there and said, oh, do you guys know who owns this? I'm like, yeah, well, we built that. And he's like, really? And there was other people that have sort of come across the channel recently that didn't know that we built it. So. Mm. Well, we bolted all the shit in between the rails and underneath anyway. That's yeah, that's it. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. We um, made it cooler. Yeah. Made it way better. Yeah. So I did a thing on Instagram yesterday. It was like a way back, mm. you know, sort of throwing it back and going through some of the other builds that we've done. For some people that didn't know yeah. or weren't aware yet, Yeah, you can go back through and check them out. Yeah. That's what reminded me about Liam's ute again. I yeah. had a few guys, <laughs> had a few people ask, actually. I met uh, I met the fellow that originally owned that, that Warby bought it off. He really? Come, yeah, he came and said, G'day, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so... um yeah, he come and uh, asked and I said, no, nah, we haven't really done much else with it. <laughs> we have acquired a 9-inch for it. 9-inch diff and a awesome fuel pump and um, probably a few other little bits and pieces. But yeah, hopefully Liam can um, put his boot back into it soon, maybe. Well, I don't he's know, listening. Say, yeah. We'll be listening. Come on, Liam, let's this, do something. This is a subtle nudge. Yeah. This is your call out. We've got to finish the other seven projects you started after starting that one though Yeah He gets distracted easily Oh yeah <laughs> Yeah he's got a lot of mouths to feed eh? <laughs> A lot of automotive <laughs> mouths Yeah that's right But now that'll be a sick car When it's going again Yeah for sure Anyway I guess we shall uh, Move on a little bit To
1: You know what really grinds my gears is...
0: Running on the chip On the chip, powered by ReadSpeed. Oh, yes. Second sponsor. We'd love to welcome ReadSpeed to the Talk family. Yeah, I'm very, very excited about that. He's reached out to us and, yeah, just told us to keep doing what we're doing, basically, and he just wants to get behind us. He knows that uh, we're always, you know, speaking the good word of all the good products that he makes for our humble five leader so that's right it's so once again already a customer already spending money with the dude and yeah. then and he's... telling everyone else too as well like yeah. and uh he wants to get on board and support us back which is amazing yeah so that's guys... really really cool so we definitely appreciate that if sure. you guys need an accessory drive that's going to keep the belt on when you yeah. are on the chip yeah Get in touch with Reed if, you're Speed. Get, if you're sick of that Gilmore belt. Oh, gross! If you're sick of chewing out alternators and spitting Chinese bloody tooth belts all the time, go to readspeed. and is it. dot au? I should really check. <laughs> Just Google it, mate. Google it. Read Check it out. He's got all the cool shit. It's wicked. It's. I've got it on my car. Yeah. I've um, mates have bought it for their Whipple supercharged cars. He, he does top top level stuff and it won't root you around and and it's made right here in Australia and it looks like delicious in the engine bay as well so stop buying that Chinese shit that doesn't work that makes dumb ass noises and get yourself a six rib drive from Reed Speed that's right and that's a great little segue for on the chip because Gilmore 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 Gilmu Hey (laughs) Mark, you can tell the ones that really you know they're all about that Gilmer life when they don't even know how to spell it. Yeah. They're the ones... Because you get everyone going, oh, where's the best place to get a Gilmer drive? I'm like, man, just check the bin. That's where they should be. Yeah. Yeah, Because, like you say, yeah, they make the whistling noise. You know, it's that old school sort of throwback, which originally was from straight cut timing gears, Mm. not really from that um, tooth belt drive. But oh, it sounds like a blower. Yeah, do you know what else sounds like a blower? An actual blower. Do that. (laughs) I don't, I've never understood why you'd want to sound tough and then be stock five letter slow. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I do that. I sound, I sound tough and blown, but I don't go anywhere. But you are still blown at least. That's something. That is something. Yeah. Blow job better than no job. Yeah. But, oh man, some of the, the ick sort of parts, what other ones have you got that <laughs> really get you goat? What have I got? Did I have something to say for that? I'm really... Uh, oh, no, that's for a different segment, that one. Oh, or is for it? It's the same segment, but it's a different... <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. There's heaps. I don't want to go too hard on anyone. We don't want to upset too many people. Well, yeah, I guess. Oh, well, you we're soon can... we going to find our audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oh, there's all sorts of um, trash stuff that you can put on your car, really, isn't there? Yeah. But in saying that, though, when you're just getting into it, I'm glad I didn't have a whole heap of money oh. when I was first getting yeah. into the cars because I'm going to reveal a little bit of my past. Do you remember back when those guys were putting like VXR8 body kits on VRVSs oh, and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I thought that was cool and like the... The, uh, the flip trunk things and the... Like... I like the flip trunk. Thing. I don't hate that I saw as, that as much. actually the other day. Someone posted it. They had a VX and it was on bags and they had the, the flip yeah. boot lid. And when I saw that, man, that took me... I don't hate it. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. And everyone's going, ah, oh, it looks stupid. Well, rah, rah, you know, It's like... only when the boots popped anyway. Exactly. But man, I used to like it. Mm. I'd rather that than like, let's say a sheet metal drag wing on a stock. 04 VYSS. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's, I'd, I'd still, I'd I'd choose that over the, over the drag wing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I like the drag wing on a drag car. Yeah. That's why I, I like, said the yeah. 04 SS that's cammed and that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate the look, but it's kind of like, I don't know. It needs some, your car needs to have a bit of a theme, I think. Yeah. That's where, that's where you need to be. You kind of want to try and pick a theme and stick with it. So have you seen like the um it's usually in the JDM sort of tuner scene, but the chassis mounted spoilers? Ah uh, yeah. And then I saw a yeah. video the ones the that sort of come out the back of the bumper, yes, you mean? Yeah, yeah. So they're literally like the yeah. ones that actually work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I saw a video of one dude uh the other day. He was in, you know, like a Walmart parking lot or whatever. And a dude was sitting on the boot. You know how people do, like, the photos mm, where they're sitting there yeah. eating their noodles yeah. on it? So he's sitting there like that, and this dude's driving the car. He's getting ready to do a donut. Oh. He's got halfway around, and the spoiler's just gone, none eyes. Yeah. Fallen off, and old mate has face-planted <laughs> the car park. And I was like, Oh, oh they've just learned a hard lesson on centrifugal force by the sounds of things, eh? <laughs> well, good to see that that, you know, chassis-mounted spoiler could put yeah. up with no downforce. Yeah. <laughs> Oh funny! It's funny how we all make different rules on what you should or shouldn't do to cars and what you can and can't and what's cool and what isn't yeah I, yeah. I was thinking about that yesterday, I think it was like, and I don't really want to get into it because it's it's first of all on a on a platform like this it's the easy button because everyone talks about it but like what's a streetcar and what isn't it's the It's the fucking dumbest argument i in my opinion it's the dumbest argument because there's it's usually like some sort of class racing where it needs to be a street car. Otherwise, yes. you're just, you're just in, in the internet records in this country. like People are just making up their own records to suit their own vehicles. Yeah. That's what it is. When Basically, if you can get away with driving it and it fits a rule that's in some sort of racing class, that's all you need to worry about. That's Don't right. stop trying to make a micro record that only your car fits into. Yeah. I mean don't stop but I'm just thinking I think it's dumb anyway like yeah. everyone wants their own little micro record yeah it's got to be you know stock suspension stock break, stock K-frame this that you know with factory white door handles mm. you know yeah you can't really go back to the just the oh if it's got to be legal because in this country nothing's like, no, legal nothing, yeah. nothing's legal at all so yep On with it's you. a dumb it's a dumb argument in my opinion anyway if it's registered if you can pump fuel from the bowser, and if you can drive it, and it's got to be a reasonable distance. It's got to be like 50 kilometres or 100 kilometres. If you can drive that distance unassisted, then it's a street car. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone claiming that their car's a street car if it wouldn't even do 50 k's, I wouldn't have thought. Well, I don't know. I don't it know. probably is. But just going into specifics makes no sense to me, really. No. Because every every state and every country has a different rule set so just because you live in a different part of the world and your cars can be identical yeah the the achievement that both those cars can make is equally as impressive or lackluster depending yeah. you know what i mean it doesn't really matter where you are so i don't know i think the skid factory boys cop that one fairly regularly as well like when they did the crown everyone's like oh we need to know about the engineering process on this and they're like well we consulted an engineer before we did it you know like we weren't going to touch spanner to this car until we did and that that car is engineered whether it's engineered in the current trim that it's in now with the power that it makes now you know like there's people here in wa we've got a law for engineering here where it's got a it can make no more than 180 kilowatts per tonne that's power to weight ratio limit and that's basically say um this ute for instance you go and you'd find on no rep- danger no yeah. danger <laughs> not at the moment no. <laughs> um but you go on red book and you'd find the heaviest one they did you know or say it was like a vs um sedan even you'd go to a calais or something and you get your weight based on that yeah not necessarily the weight that yours is now as it sits because they don't i don't think they weigh it per se but you go it's a vs and that's that's the heaviest one that they did so do that get the dyno slip you know Put a Gemini converter behind <laughs> behind the engine and put a four pound spring yeah. in it. You've just got to it's basically just you gotta tick the boxes. They yeah. they know what happens. And once after the engineer the walks out of the room, you just turn it up. Yeah. But it's engineered. Yeah. You know? You just as you've long just as got the game. As long as it's safe and not offensive, I, I think you should just be able to do it. I don't I don't think anyone needs to be meddling too much in what we're doing, but unfortunately that's not the world we live in these days. So, And and you've got to, it's the same thing we come back. you've got to cater to the bloody lowest Mm. common denominator. There are some people that probably really shouldn't be putting spanners to cars, unfortunately, you know, so. Us included. Yeah, well. (laughs) (laughs) According to old mate. Yeah, oh, look, (laughs) you're not always wrong. (laughs) But, but I mean, 80 percent of cars out on the road now are probably more dangerous than the modified ones, you know But there's obviously a set of rules that say, this is right and this is wrong, and that's just how it is. Yeah. Not much you can do about it?: No, so. But you just got to keep on keeping on. You just keep modifying anyway. It's getting hard, man. It's getting hard in this day and age to keep going along with that project. Man, parts are getting expensive. Mm, you know, if find. you if you're the sort of cat that likes to use like quality tradespeople, it's hard to find them to you know availability and stuff like that. So yeah, it's just it's getting hard, for sure. So on the chip, this isn't me that's on the chip, but another fella. His name's uh, Mitchell. He's on uh, Instagram Gambin Builds. He got an email today. Um, From an event director, it's for Power Cruise that's coming up in about two weeks, and he just got an email to say, I'll read it out. So, we've received your entry and additional photos for Power Cruise. After review by our team, it's been decided that unfortunately your car does not meet the standards that are now required for an entrance car at Power Cruise Sydney. Each car is reviewed on a case by case basis, both cosmetic and performance modifications, visual appearance style along with previous history at power cruise if it had an extreme drive line or a serious performance mod then it would be up for consideration but completely standard looking cars with minimal performance mods is not what power cruises events are about and are where we have to draw the line so his sort of stance on it is he's got that email two weeks out from the event he paid an early bird entry so that's at the start of the year he's organised his time off work, he's paid for a trailer, you know, like all this sort of stuff, trying to do the right thing, take the car off the street only to be turned away. Now, on the surface, how how do you feel about that? The we logi- kind of touched on this before, you know. like I think if they're going to be like that and they're going to refuse... Your car, then they should have the payment process tied up into that. You shouldn't be able to take a bloke's money to then like offer to refund it later on. Like, if that's the stance you want to take, have a team ready. So, you because I'm sure when I entered motivation 15 years ago, it was the same sort of thing. You did your photos. I don't remember exactly and not because I didn't enter this year either. I don't know, (laughs) but... Allow me to tell you how we entered your car. All right. (laughs) So when you do... that. So you go onto the... (laughs) So you go onto the website and you do fill out an entry thing. So it's like you've got to fill out what kind of car it is, what condition the paint's in, um, you know, registration if it's got show plates. And then you've got to go down and like list, you know, what are the modifications that it's got. And it's got different sections. So you've got... Your engine and driveline section you've got your interior section exterior wheels and suspension etc etc and then you do attach photos as well because that they want all the details the photos don't necessarily tell all the story you know it looks like a factory car from the outside but what is it underneath you know like so that's that is the process you send it through and then your application got approved and i'm assuming and then you-, you pay after that um, or do you pay during it, like you pay when you when you submit that you pay when you submit, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, but they didn 't wait fucking like weeks to approve it or whatever, no I guess. so when we applied, we had our approval, I think it was about forty eight hours later, yeah, yeah, um, so i don 't know what this particular process was, but obviously this guy's paid a f- you know mm. at the and beginning. it sounds like they're stricter than what motivation was anyway, yeah, so on the surface. I don't hate the idea. I think. It's oh, I think it's great. Like, I don't anything that's sort of exclusive or whatever. You can't hate it, but the route around that this fella's had to put up with, yeah, like it's, it's, it's pretty rough. But that's on their end. They they should have had their birds in a row they're yeah. ducks in a row even like, <laughs> like you know don't fucking root a, root a bloke around if, if you've got some sort of process then put, the, put it in motion don't wait until two weeks out when he's bought fuel and taken time off work and he might not even live anywhere near there you know like us mm-hmm. man anytime we want to go somewhere there's nothing in here nothing where we are No, nothing's closer it's than an hour drag. and a half so like it's yeah. a it's an actual big deal to, to, to do any of that stuff so mm. I, could, I could imagine he'd be pretty pissed off now, add to it. So, the car is a VY Club Sport. It's got a 403 stroker, turbo 400, like pretty decent. Toughy. Yeah, bit of a tough. Obviously, it's not like a thousand horsepower. It's not like a big turbo or LS or a blown combo or whatever. But, man, I would be pretty annoyed if I were him to roll up there and see something that maybe looked impressive in a photo. Say it's, I don't know. Hmm. A later model Commodore, say a VEVF with a nice paint job on wheels, but literally a stock cam only yeah. sort of deal. Well, what What are these events for? I think sometimes they need to pick the people, like the people that are making these events. Are you doing the event for the people that are walking in the gate to come and watch, or are you doing it for the people that are paying all the money? to enter, event, you know yeah. what I mean? Because it's it's a couple thousand dollars. If you're doing like a driving event where you're like power crews, it's a couple grand, man, to do it properly, easily. Yeah. So By like, the time you buy a VIP, I think, and, you know, you're like, your oh yeah, the, the, yeah this our is- idea of a bare minimum, yeah, it's going to be a few thousand dollars. Yeah. Just straight up.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, and there was another fella as well that I saw, Josh Fincher. I've actually been in touch with him previously. When we did Rob's one tonner, he was doing a turbo setup. It was a six-speed manual, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he was talking about turbo sizes with me. Long story short, his car has also been denied. Um, turbo LS, six-speed. From, for the same event? For the same event. Hmm. Something a bit weird going on here, I reckon. Maybe yeah. they like over... This is what I'm thinking. I think they've oversold. They've probably sold too many VIPs or whatever, yeah. And now they're thinking, "Oh, we can't fit all these cars." Yeah. I'm hoping that either that or like maybe even the the um the racetrack or whatever have changed changed the goalposts and gone, no, nah, you're not having this many. You can only have this many." Or their insurance has gone, no, nah, we're not covering you for this. You're yeah. only getting this." Like something has sounds like something behind the scenes has has changed. Yeah. Or they've made a, a boo boo somewhere and now they're they're sort of scurrying yep. and putting out the fires that uh, that they look the least appealing anyway Yeah, so which is yeah that, that's even worse really when you think about it because that's just a. am sure there's going to be more developments coming out in future I don't think Gup would you know. he couldn't give two fucks I he can tell you that get. I don't even know the bloke but I know him well enough so now he wouldn't give two fucks hey you've gone for a ride in his car I know it's sick I went for a drive in Elvis and it was the fastest car I've been in so far well, it was like two thousand plus horse. Yeah, I don't think it was making that much, and it wouldn't have been making that much when we were in it. But no. damn, it has like a thirty inch tall radial on it, and it goes like fuck. <laughs> it feels like yeah, it's retarded. We had five, four or five, four people in. It, I think I think it had two in the back, and I was sitting in the front. And yeah, a quick couple of pulls up the front straight at Barbagelai, and yeah, that's a wild unit. It's a, an experience for sure. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there'll be more that'll come out in the future. Hopefully, it's, it is a case of, you know, the goalposts have been moved from a managerial mm-hmm. standpoint behind some... Uh, not some of that, it's Power crews, And, unfortunately, these guys miss out. But, I mean... It's yeah. always been a great event, though. It's a shame we haven't had it here for the last few years. And, I mean, I don't know if it's ever coming back. Maybe it's never coming back. Well, yeah, I had a look on their website. It was a few weeks ago now to see if there was any dates released for... Perth for this year, yeah, and there's dates for everywhere else, yeah, including America. Yeah. You know, there's a couple in America, but there's nothing here, and same thing. That might be a track thing, um, but who knows? I. It's disappointing that we don't have power crews because I think. Well, what well, else love, have we got this year? Like, what yeah. else have we got this year? Because I, you know, I was got to like Sunny Arvo, and I'm like, all right, what's the next sort of event where I can try and aim to get my car properly you know, yeah. get the cooling system sorted and get a, get a tune. And there's, you know, there's a good handful of issues I need to sort before it's properly ready to belt. But I'm like, oh, well, there's there's nothing really yeah. else. Nothing there else. was a golden time where we had Motivation and Gazanats and Power Cruise. And I mean, I loved all three events, but Power Cruise for me was like the premier yeah. event. You mm-hmm. know, that was that was the one that you wanted to go to. I think we've got West Coast Nats, but I mean, same thing, that's a burnout focused yeah. Um, event. It's not really... Sort of, yeah, the thing, the cool thing for us was Power Cruise was about streetcars, cruising the track and sort of roll racing and off-street racing. And there was a burnout element to it, obviously, as well, Power Skids, and there was mm. like a burnout competition, but it wasn't very centric around yeah. that. I wonder if these racetracks are just sick of those style events over here because we've only got the two tracks. We've got Collie, Motorplex, and Barbara Gallo. And they're probably both sick of just the aftermath because yeah. when you think about it there's there's some loose units that go they're good characters yeah. but just loose units you know that are you know when you're blowing sets and you're on rims on on the on the racing surface and stuff it's not it's not great shout out noots yeah
1: <laughs> you knew
0: where i was i was like <laughs> yeah so you know this might be why we're not getting these things you know maybe uh another on the chip thing <laughs> Strangely enough, we spoke about this about 30 seconds before we hit record and then we glossed straight past it in the intro. We made a couple of mistakes in our previous episode. Yep. We need to... uh, We need to go back through the minutes. Forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. Yeah, so I made the boo-boo. I was... And I'll be the first to admit, I don't know much. I don't have a super broad knowledge of all different vehicles. Jeff's definitely got a much broader knowledge with exotics and all this. I just like the shit that I think I could own and modify, which is not much Commodore stuff, (laughs) Commodores and you can't even afford that. right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm struggling, but yeah. So I mentioned in the, in the last podcast about how impressive the, what was that? A Centura, the Chrysler Centura that I thought dummy me. I thought it had a slant six in it. It was just a Hemi six cylinder. Not just a Hemi six. It was a Hemi six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It wasn't a slant. It was a two, six, five, which is a straight up and down job. Yeah um still impressive though still very impressive 440 to the treadleys yeah man naturally aspirated Mm -hmm. but the mopar boys yeah yeah. and and rightfully so too like rightfully so don't talk about shit if you don't know so moving forward anytime i'm i want to bring something up i'm definitely going to spend more than 10 seconds looking at a little clip on a strep machine thing that i thought was cool i'll I'll make sure well i'll do my best anyway to make sure that Because you chop this thing up into a reel or whatever and then like, you know, sometimes thousands of people see this stuff and they just think, what a fucking muppet. This dude's dribbling shit. And that's all true. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to try and not do that again. Yeah. Shout out to Scotty from Street Machine and Carnage. He was one of the ones that pulled us up on it. Yep. He is a Mopar man for sure. And I also have to make my apologies. I did uh, make mention in the same segment, actually, we're talking about the Dino Horsepower Hero sort of stuff. V wagon, I misspoke. The Tourer wagon, the red one? Yeah. yeah, yep. I misspoke in saying that uh, it was a banger job by All-Star Garage. All-Star Garage was not who did it. Uh, it was ASG Motorsports. ASG could be misconstrued as All-Star Garage. Yeah. That's not how it happened. I was actually reading an article about All-Star Garage that afternoon. And then, you know, it was a big day that day. Brain Obviously, fart. we were working on your car at the time as well. It was a long day and we had a long night ahead of us as well. Um, and I just muddled up my words. ASG did get in our comments and sort of... They were great about it. They didn't have a crack. They just said, hey, guys, just letting you know that was us, not them. And I was just like, oh, sorry. Yeah, duly noted. (laughs) Yeah. So like you, I'm going to just double-check these next time. Yeah, we'll start taking it a little tiny, tiny bit seriously and just at least do a tiny bit of research. Well, isn't it weird that, you know, we sort of even... Our videos and stuff we sort of put it out there going oh, who's even going to see this yeah but people are starting to see this yeah so there's no consequence when you're just talking with people you can get pulled up straight away and you oh yeah yeah that's what it is but when it's filmed and then it's like in the past and then you turn it into a real or whatever it's like some people see this and you know they don't necessarily take it as gospel or whatever but they you know, some people would just be like, oh, yeah, that's what it is when it's not. So, you've, once you've sort of put it in that medium, it really needs to be right somewhere. I think it, well, I reckon it does anyway, because yeah. otherwise we just look like fuckwits, yeah. which we are, but we don't want to be fuckwits. But we're the good telling ones, right. we're good ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, we've almost got to, it's almost got to be a journalistic approach. And I don't like journalists, and I know you don't like journalists, mm-hmm. but we've just got to uh, fact check ourselves. Yeah. A little bit from time to time. Yeah. Anyway, that uh, that got a couple of those punters on the chip, and uh, I'm very sorry. sorry. Yeah, I'm very sorry. We'll uh move on to the nexty.
2: Marketplace morons. Tell Marketplace me, morons.
0: Oh, what have you got in the bag for us this week? I don't know if I've got a good. Well, I've got. I've got, got something got here. It's, it's not. It's not necessarily a marketplace moron, but it'll fit right in. I seen this one I think it might have been nearly two weeks ago. I'm it was having, on the Sloppy Mechanics public page. I'm just having a quick scroll to see if I've got anything. I'm not sure if I do, but I know yours is. So a this one terror. this one's a ripper. I'm just gonna look at my phone here. We've got from a U Pullet yard, which is a wrecking yard in, in the USA, I think it must be a big sort of yeah. franchise, you pull it or whatever, wrecking yards. Yeah. And uh, these blokes are selling co- uh, used coolant. <laughs> $4.11 for, I'm not sure what that it container looks like is. Gallon. I'm going to say that's got to be like a gallon. $4.11 plus tax for this used coolant that some of it looks like the piss that you would have like after a big night on the bourbons or something. Like it's not good. It, it does look like swamp <laughs> it does, water. You wouldn't, I wouldn't throw it at my worst enemy, put it that way. And some of it looks like, yeah, not good. But how desperate do you need to be to buy used coolant that doesn't even look remotely green or red? It looks looks like swamp water, really. So It is swamp water, for I'm sure. I'm thinking, what, what on earth? They've got to be taking the piss, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they're taking the piss. It was like an April Fool's thing or something. Hey, but- look. In the US, anything is possible. These blokes I mean, have even gone to the, to the trouble of doing a full-on, check that out, a full-on proper label. label like yeah. that, Yeah. the label would have cost more than what the coolant was ever worth. It's literally a... They have, pull they're it. having a crack though, aren't they? They're really... They are really getting after it. They are. It is a proper you pull it yeah. label yeah. for this used coolant. Yeah, unreal. Yeah. So, that's I seen that and thought, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty wild. Yeah. I do like, uh, do like their... The hustle. We've, uh, used that, we've used that term a lot when it comes to marketplace morals, don't we? Yeah, well, that's usually I'll, what it is, eh? It was old mate that was trying to rent out his front verge. Can't knock his hustle. Mm-hmm. Old Pamela from last episode. Yeah. I wonder how she's going. <laughs> business could be thriving, eh? Yeah. If anyone knows Pamela over in, where was it, Parramatta? Oh, Even I don't how know. How she's doing, send, send her our regards. Yeah. Hope <laughs> business is doing well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that's it it. it. that's a slow segment for this one we'll have to make sure we get some more and if you guys have got any maybe send them in there could be some crackers out there i'm sure oh absolutely yeah well like say in the last month we haven't spent much time on our phones we've been flat bicky yeah so i'm still feeling a bit flat to be honest with you but definitely caught up on a bit of sleep yeah thank goodness yeah we needed it yeah yeah Yeah. the the (laughs) motivation wasn't a great sort of thing for the body to finish off that month eh, hey, of just like working till midnight and then you know doing 10 or 12 hour days and then to go to motivation and then stay up until I think it was like one thirty-two the first night and then I didn't go to bed till five thirty the next morning like on Sunday morning it was thinking Kurt what are you doing mate just sort your life yeah. out <laughs> you're not 25 anymore bro. yeah I know you man. gotta it, rain it dumb. in dumb dumb but yeah, if you do find a Marketplace on, you can send us a voicemail, remember, talkhub.com.au. There's a button, bottom right-hand corner, and you can send us a voicemail at any time. Ooh, good segue into, is that what we're up to next? That is the next segment. Do you want to get stuck in? Yeah, go on, give it to it.
1: Hello.
0: We, uh, we've actually had a fair few this time. Yeah, there's a lot to go through from what you were telling me. Yeah, yeah, I went through a couple. Um, Which is cool because we've been hammering you guys, like, just send us something, you know. I even thought about just getting one of our boys to, like, man. Yeah, hey, come on, (laughs) do me a solid. (laughs) Can you pretend that you actually (laughs) listen to our podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, (laughs) (laughs) mum. You know how I don't call you ever? Can you leave me a voicemail? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, so I don't know. What do you want to do? You want to whip out the first one? We'll have a listen. Yeah, mate. We'll get stuck in. All right.
1: Kurt, Jeff, Aaron here again. Super pumped, boys, that you got me on your podcast. Made my day. Loved it. Uh, Firstly, keep your podcast going on YouTube. Make life simple. Make it uncomplicated. One place for everything. Keep it on the YouTube Uh, appears to be a bit of a lack of input from some of the other uh, viewers so what i'm going to do is chuck you a couple of questions or scenarios and i'd really love to hear your thoughts on them
0: yeah so i think i may have mentioned in the last podcast how i said um the views were going down on youtube but they were going up on the podcast platforms and maybe eventually we wouldn't upload the podcast to youtube anymore if it wasn't worth it and then you guys made that one probably the highest viewed podcast. Yeah, okay. On YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously Aaron's a fan of keeping it on YouTube. Yeah, and there was a few, a few others as well. Yeah. I, I like watching some, some of them if you can. Yeah. Watching them on there, it's, it's not bad. Yeah. Look, we're pretty good looking roosters. No. Oh, hang on, have I got the cricket sound? Let's see. Yes, I do. I thought we weren't going to do any more lies <laughs> Crickets um, So Aaron did He left us a couple other voicemails it's Obviously to try and stir up some conversation He's hit us with a, a few questions Yeah um, Aaron I hope you don't mind mate I've picked out two Because we do have a couple other calls this time So thanks heaps for um, I guess trying to stir up the conversation And I might keep some in the old Back pocket for Ron Yeah you know, If we do have a quiet week But I've picked out two um, and put them in sort of one here. I'll play that. All right. And then we've got a couple other calls we'll get on to.
1: All right, lads. Aaron here again. A couple of quick questions and scenarios for you. Uh, what I really want to know is what you would do in this situation, not really looking for that political work rubbish response of, ah, it's your car, boys. You just do what you want, whatever makes you happy. All right, so first question, you picked yourself up an 80s model Commodore or Falcon. It's in a pretty reasonable condition, but, you know, it needs some restoration and work on it to get it onto that solid Sunday afternoon driver. Do you A, wait till you get it right, or B, do you just get it running and get the car out on the road? Next question, uh, let's say you picked yourself up a Grandpa Spec 304 VS sedan. You've got maybe 10K for some um, restoration or performance mods. Are you the type of the guy that turns it back into the factory stock car, or do you, or would you turn it into a modified um, SS tribute?
0: So, first part of the question is probably well timed. Uh, do you get it right, or do you get it going? You don't get it right. You definitely get it going. Take my word for it. You would love to think that you'd get it right. Yeah. First, that's my. That would be that was my approach, but then. Life gets in the way, and getting it right just ain 't that easy, so you 're better off getting it going. You can always get it right yeah as long as you don 't do anything super dodgy at the start, always do your foundation work right, but just get it get it right and going, so we get it going, and then you can work you can always work on improving it later, and that 's the only reason my car is even complete now. I want to change every single thing on it again every yeah. every <laughs> like honestly, everything on that car. I want to change again, but I couldn't be happy with it just being an actual car at this point. Yeah. It's been too long. And I mean, you got the big, big kick in the do it essentially just yeah. be like, right, let's do this. And yeah. there's a lot of things that you still would like to have been done before it went to motivation. But in the end it was like, we're running out of time, running out of daylight, you know, like let's just get this thing done. Yeah. And, I, we think, got, I think we got more done on my car than what I thought we would, Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And I think, like I say, you've probably changed your stance because getting it right was the number one priority. But now that you've just got it done, I think you're far happier than if it was still sitting in the shed waiting yeah. until motivation next year. Yeah, that's it. So like I, I keep saying, I've got a base now to get it how mm-hmm. I want. Whereas when it's a part and it's not a thing, it's just a, a fucking half-assembled car or whatever it just seems like the task is just you're never going to get there. Insurmountable. Yeah, yeah. So, but now that it's together, and I mean, yeah, I've got some dramas with a few bits and pieces, but, like, that's good. Now we've made it to the point where we know we've got a couple of dramas we can fix rather than, like, all oh, right, I overthink everything. You can see I'm like, oh, I've, overdone. Yeah. <laughs> I've overdone some stuff, like, stupid ways, and then there's other shit that's not not quite up to task. But, yeah, yeah, get it going, not get it right is... It's a motto that I've adapted to. Yeah, and I'm kind of getting there with the VH as well. It's like the SLE project is obviously a, it's a whole sort of different beast, but um, I'm having to adjust my level of expectation or whatever because it's blown well out of proportion to what it was meant to be originally anyway. And there's things like, sure, I would love to have the boot retinned, and I'd love to have the nice, you know, like the... Um, sort of forty-four gallon drum style tubs, but where do you stop? You know, like yeah, they where... call that the snowball effect, though. Eh? Yeah, 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 and it's and like... th- that's why you see. I think that's why you see a lot of these unfinished projects on marketplace all the time. Because yeah. like people just get to a point where they've just dropped that much money in, and there's just no light at the end of the tunnel. It's like eh, this isn't actually that much fun anymore. Yeah, but then the next bloke on marketplace can see the potential and go all the hard work's done there. Yeah. I can Stephen Bradbury this bad boy, yeah. you know, come in on the final turn yeah. and just make it happen. But yeah. yeah, like I'm, you know, I've even had grand plans of putting a PDM in the car and now I'm reconsidering, like maybe I just put a fuse panel in. And yeah. And that that's all stuff that, because I'm, I'm the, and Jeff will tell you, and we might as well just, we'll say it out loud. Like, I'm the, I'm that guy. Like, Jeff, you don't fucking need to do this right now. Just do this and we'll get, a, we'll just get an ignition box and we'll do this. It's still all good shit. It's just not the best shit. Yeah. But you don't need the best shit, especially yeah. not with what you're doing. Like, I can upgrade it later. So get it going. Yeah. Then we'll get it right after. And you'll realize that you didn't need, cause I don't know, we get, we get, I think we all get ho- caught up, hyped up in the marketing of, of oh, new yeah. products and stuff like that. Yeah. You see the new, latest and greatest and you think, fuck yeah, I need that. Like guys, they do a great job of, you know, that's everyday life with everything, but cars And you almost particular. talk yourself into a worse now that we do the YouTube thing because you think, wow, if we get that new latest and greatest, that'll make great content. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, a le- it's a lesson that I've learned over just maybe the last, since we've been doing this, the last couple of years with my car when it was just nowhere near and mm-hmm. we've just we've done things with the afi and the harness that came with it um jerome shout out to our boy jerome that's helped so much even on this on the last little slog there yeah. two weeks or three weeks ago couldn't have done it without you bro but you know we just chopped up what we had and we just use what we did and that's what gets you moving forward yeah we'll make a whole new harness yeah. but do you need it now yeah and we're already talking about doing a new one and Stuff like that. But for now, it's not a big drama. Yeah. And part two, you got 10 grand, got a VS. I'm never restoring anything VS back to factory. I don't, I'm not the factory sort of guy. I, it doesn't do anything for me. Any sort of car, I want it. I want my own little flavor on it. So if I had 10 grand, depending on what the body was like, I like things to look neat. Well, I think he said, um, you know, it's in okay condition, but it mm. needs a little bit of work. So, yeah. For me personally, if it was my car and I had 10 grand, depending on what bits I had around, I would... The first thing you got to do is you got to lower it and, and get like some nice wheels on it so it doesn't look like shit. And then, I don't know, you really just got to... I'd be trying to do some sort of performance stuff, probably just end up just putting some gears and a yeah. converter in it and something like that. Yeah. I you think um, it's almost or the blue ute that's sitting off camera that we've got to get onto sooner rather than later is a prime subject for this question. It's like, hopefully we won't spend 10 grand on it. We don't have 10 grand to spend on it. Um, But that's exactly, you know, like, sure, we could spend the little money that we do have pulling some dents and spraying some panels or whatever, or or we can spend some money putting a turbo on it and putting some springs in it and having some fun with it. And I think... It's probably easy for us to say that about that car because we do have the other cars that look reasonably that's, nice. That's the tricky thing when you've already got yeah. a car. See, I've had nothing for ages. I've bought other cars along the way that have just distracted me, and then it's annoying though because I didn't want to spend the money that they needed to be super cool. What I wanted either because I've always had my project that's awesome. never going anywhere. Like that's the <laughs> that's the sort of the weird thing with my car is it's irreplaceable and it's sentimental value is just you know you can't measure it so it's never going anywhere but i I was just trying to buy these other cars to fill the gap but so if you've already got something that's cool and you can just get in and drive then it's kind of easier to have a sort of more long-term sort of like what you're doing you know what i mean Hmm. yeah i don't think um after and i mean we'll touch on the resto in a later podcast and episode. When we get it back, I reckon, I, I reckon so, once yeah. it's back. Once it's back as a complete Because that, that way body. you can show, on the video, you'll be able to show like what it is. This yeah. is when you when you do a resto and you get it back from a shop. Like this, this, is, this is, is basically what it is and this is the journey and this is sort of what it's going to cost and this is what to expect. And yeah. And so on and so there's forth. There's all sorts of caveats in that uh, conversation as well. But like I say, we'll touch on that when we get the car back. But having sort of got to where i'm at now i don't think i'll ever do a resto again um i'd i'd buy a shell and that's not because it's been a bad process no it's been been painless really absolutely but just having done it now i'm like you know what? i'd either buy a roller that's done or i buy a car that's close enough and then i'd spend the money on making it go stupid fast that's always been my sort of idea as well really is you don't want to be but that's, yeah, that's just not really our thing doing the paint nah. and panel. You know, we sort of just want to put driveline line in, in things and, yeah. put, you know, like the, the kind of the easy stuff, yeah. really. Yeah, I was never meant to do a full rest on this car in the first place. You know, it was always going to be, let's just fix the rust that it's got and get it close enough so that we can get it regoed and get it going. And it's evolved over time and... I don't regret doing what I'm doing now. It's gonna be so sick. I yeah. can't wait to get it back. And there's so many really, really cool things about that car that never would have happened if we didn't do this. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'd do. I'd do, I'd lower it and put some wheels on it and do some gears and a, a sweet little converter and do a cam and maybe you know. Yeah. If you could... I mean, it oh, depends no how ten, handy ten you are. has gone, now. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> depends how handy you are, eh, and what yeah. marketplace is looking like, how many morons are on there selling stuff cheap. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, a 284 cam, a shelf converter, some 3.7 gears, and mm. some springs and some wheels. That'd probably... That'd yeah. be about 10 grand. Yeah. DIYing it. You'd have to do it all yourself. But yeah. Thanks, Aaron. So, yeah, yeah. That's what I was about to say. Thanks for shooting those in that was that was good he's sort of kicking off hopefully we get some steady flow from here on out but yeah well i say he does have uh plenty other questions that i'm keeping in the back pocket thanks for that one though mate and we'll get on to the next sweet i better listen
2: (laughs) g'day guys my name's damien i'm from tatura in victoria i like watching your podcasts on the video just like seeing you guys sitting in your shed just got a question how many black t-shirts have you guys got each and you know how do you go about the decision making about what t-shirt to wear to what event good on you guys cheers
0: another one that likes the youtube body yeah he's all about it i honestly can't even answer that question we should have you should have sent that through and i would have counted them all yeah, There'd I don't be know heaves. how many I've got, but it's they're like, all pretty I, much all of mine. I was gonna are black. say I don't think I think I've got maybe three shirts that aren't black. I, I'd have a couple more than that, but I don't really wear them very often. Yeah, I all. like white shirts, but I have got like kids, so like yeah. when you've got kids that are. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what age they stop fucking up your white shirts, but <laughs> I haven't figured it out yet, man. Three twenty one. Yeah, but... they wreck your stuff, man. Yeah. So once they have, like, I do want to do a white shirt, eh? Like, that's one of the next. Yeah, I, we, we we need said a, said a shirt the... idea, eh? Yeah, we said from the start that we'd like to mix it up and you know do some colors and do like some some grays or some khakis or whatever. We always said that we weren't just gonna do black, obviously black is the easy go-to because it goes with everything and some people like some colors don't like others but there's some people that don't like black shirts Mm. we've got mates of ours they've got you know like they've got socks and hats or whatever but they don't have a shirt because they just don't wear black shirts and Mm. that's fair enough um but yeah we do need to get another shirt idea and as for deciding as to what shirt we're going to wear we're Both wearing a Reed Speed shirt. That wasn't planned, by the way. Wasn't I just wanted to represent, you know. Absolutely. Especially with old mate coming on board, um, wanted to represent. I was wearing this most of the day anyway. But um, what do, I mean, motivation and Red Center Nats, I made the conscious decision that the entire time that I was there, I was going to wear a Talk Hub shirt, whether it was the OG or the new one um i guess while we're in this infancy stage we want to have our brand out there as much as humanly possible yeah so if we're going to like a car meet or a car event basically you're going to see me wearing talk up until such time as the brand is strong enough that other people are flying the flag for us we've got to do it ourselves. yeah well we wear that and then you just obviously we have no qualms and we like wearing the stuff that the you know, the guys that get behind us as well. You that's know, right. Like, yeah. So we right. got like if Penwrights send us some shirts, mate, I'll happily wear one of those as well, I guess. Well, I think that's part of our ambassadorship is that we've actually got to put a, like a sticker on a car and this and that. Yeah. I'd have to go through and read it again. But yeah, um, I think there's some some minimum requirements. Oh here. yeah, for sure. But um, you know, we got shirts from was it AFS Industries? Yeah. We've got a Plasma Man shirt. Um Pretty much there? anything oh, that's oh, got oh, like an Aussie ten, car brand. Or, shirts. Yeah. Um, you know, I got. That's all, pretty much all I try to wear now. I yeah. used to buy like heaps of you know all your surf brands. Fox and, and Fox, Fox and Unit and all all the surf Billabong and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I've still got a little bit of that, but these days I try and promote the stuff that I I like to get behind. You know, whether they're yeah. giving us any money or not. You know, I'll quite happily wear the wear the other stuff as well. So, yeah. but when, once. You know, I feel I feel obligated now. We have got to rep it. harder than ever so we'll get some more shirts and some hats and stuff from Daniel and keep going on with that for sure for sure yeah I was the same I used to wear like surf brands and stuff um you know in high school I used to do a bit of bodyboarding and surfing and whatever and that was what I was comfortable wearing but now as I'm sort of I don't surf or anything anymore I haven't done in years and I'm always doing the car stuff it doesn't really make sense to be spending and that stuff is top dollar so there's no point spending top dollar on that fashion item when it means nothing to you. I'd much rather sp- spend the money on, on this stuff, whether it be... And, you know, like I wear Winging at Motorsports, Picnic Media. Yeah, know, that's like what I was I buy, about to say, the other, other people as well, yeah. I like to represent some other channels that I get behind as well, and I've got, like, you know, a Skid Factory hat and whatever, and, you know, like I try and... Driving with Dixon, that's another one. You know, I try and have a bit of a a rotation, I guess, yeah. and, and try and give all of them some time in the sun... But, yeah, as for choosing what I'm wearing to an event at the moment, it's guaranteed to be talk up. For, for sure. sure. Thanks, Damo, for the question, mate. Yeah, cheers, man. Much appreciated. Nick one.
2: Hey, fellas. Love your podcast. Some great content there. Just thought I'd um, get you guys maybe to touch base on um, McFry and his um, Monaro that he runs in the burnout comps and how he's got a bit of heat over the years for his burnout style. And he did some posts just after Christmas in regards to criterias for burnouts and consistency of smoke and his more loose style. Just wondering what your thoughts were on it all as far as, um, you know, what burnout should look like, slow and steady or a bit loose or, or both. And also, um, if you guys have got any... Thoughts on um, Cletus McFarlane's YouTube channel. I really enjoy the content and just wondered if you guys wanted to touch base on what your thoughts were with that. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Appreciate being able to give you some some comments.
0: Uh, Thank you for taking the time to leave us a voicemail, mate. Yeah, a couple of good. Good topics there. Yeah, so first of all, shout out to McFry, Nelson Granger. Um, he and his lovely partner today, actually, welcomed a new addition to the family. Oh, really? Jeez, yeah, cool. you're all over this stuff, aren't you? You got your finger on the pulse. Oh, He's all over it. Well, absolutely. congrats, guys. Yeah. Congratulations, wow. guys, and I hope all is going well. Oh, well, he won't be able to like knock a complete build out in the next month, and I guess hey, he'll have to leave that till next month. Oh, no, it depends. <laughs> Man, on... he knocks some shit out, eh? Hey? Like, he knocks... <laughs> He gets shit done. He's a bit of an inspiration, that fella. Yeah. He just gets it done. I wonder if Bill at Buttons pays him some paternity leave and he just spends the paternity leave in the shed doing Uh, car stuff knows? the rest of us would. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see how far he wants to push his luck, I guess. Yeah. As for the question, though, burnout style. We aren't real big burnout guys. That's what I was going to touch on. We're not huge burnout guys, but I will say is... A hundred percent prefer the sort of the more style, like what How Nelson does it with with the big tip-ins and and that sort of thing. I thought that's what everyone liked. I, I, personally, I thought that was sort of the the trend, and it's sort of seeing the run-ins on the pads get like back further and further. Like that's that's where the excitement is for me. Um, I think one thing you've got to realise in any industry or any sort of group you get, like like we call it in the blue collar industry over like what I work in, you call it like the purple circle and stuff yeah. like that, and you're yeah. always going to get that wherever you go, so if you're not in that, and I'm not saying there is or isn't, but just from the outside looking in, if you think that you're being judged unfairly, I'm sure there could be some sort of mentality going on, you know, like it's a judged event at the end of the day, yeah. so what, you know... That's the is there of, really a right or wrong? That sort of sounds like a bit of a diplomatic answer there, which I hate, but... <laughs> but essentially, yeah, yeah, different events are going to like different styles and different judges are going to award points differently. But me personally, I think that, yeah, the, the faster, like more lynchy, you know, Mick Hammond's the same. Yep. Um, yeah. McFry. All yep. that's, that that is... I'll watch that stuff. It's the real static... Like, where's the fun in watching a burnout? Personally, something that makes, like, shitloads of smoke, but you can't see it. So mm. it's in there for a minute and a half or whatever it is, two and minutes. And you can't see it. And you can't see it. Yeah, it sounds sick. And, and I'm sure the car's sick, but, like, fuck, man, I'm just sitting there choking on smoke and just looking at a big smoke cloud. Like, yeah, I would much rather see someone whipping around and, you, you know, they're coming out of the smoke. There's some real driver skill in that as well. And Yeah. So I think that's sort of where the the judging thing so they had a lot of categories for I think it was instant smoke volume smoke and constant smoke were like three categories that you were marked on and that was like the majority of your points essentially um and like you're saying yeah you can get someone that gets on the revs hard gets instant smoke and then they're moving reason they're moving they're using the whole pad right mm. but they're moving reasonably slowly and they're keeping that constant consistent smoke they're staying within the cloud, you know, for the most part. Whereas you get someone like Nelson or Mick Hammond or Lynchy, and they run it in hard, you know, double double whips on the tip in. That's exciting to me. That's when you know you, you know what I just here's had this. The, here's the thing: when you when you're sitting there, say there's you know like thirty cars in a lineup, right, and you're 15 burnouts in and they're all starting to look the same and then you see Nelson whip that bad boy hard into the pad, you can't tell me that's not what's reinvigorating you for the rest of the heat. Yeah. You know, that to me is what it's all about. Yeah, I I reckon the crowd, I reckon if you asked all the crowd, I don't know. I'm guessing it has to be 70, 80, 90% would prefer to watch something like that. Yeah, It's almost like I just had a brain wave just then imagine if these guys brought out an app and everyone in the crowd if you're in that sort of that geo you have to be in that that geo geo yeah Yeah. geo fence there you go so you're there you just clock into the app and you just you're the judge you you get to say what you do like and don't like don't tell me you wouldn't be seeing people send it like as hard as ever as opposed to having like just the 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 I don't know who the judges are I'm not in that scene whatsoever no. I don't know the click I don't know nothing but you know I think that would be pretty sweet that would be revolutionary could you imagine that like being totally crowd you know it's like Australian Idol that's obviously the the judges for those that style of show they sort of weed out to the the finalists mm. but then once the finalists are there It's all crowd judged, you know, like ring in and vote for whoever. Imagine if Summonats or Burnout Masters series turned into that. That'd be exciting. And like you say, that would probably turn the results on its head, I reckon. Obviously, there's a reason as to why they want to judge a certain criteria the way that they do. That's obviously the type of burnout that they want to promote under their series. So maybe they could give you like an option like... Like you said, like you give you like a top five or a top ten, and then you get yeah. to pick which one goes yeah. where or whatever. You can't tell me though that when it comes to crowd reaction on the score, because the crowd reaction is yeah. you know part of your scoring that and they know. And you could even have like in. a you could even have like a wild card thing where they've picked the top five that they think, but then there's like an option where there's one more spot or top four say, and then the crowd gets to pick who they think should be in that spot. So if someone maybe the judging doesn't favour a certain driver but the crowd loves it they can get you know all of a sudden Nelson's in the race and he's there and then he he can be winning yeah because that's essentially that's that's who should really be be picking the winner is yeah. the crowd that are paying the money to go there and see it really isn't it yeah so... well, I mean burnout champion I don't think Lynch has ever won you know he's he's like for for people that are into the burnout scene he's like the legend Lynchy, you know, yeah. like he just drives the wheels off that corolla, mm. like nothing else, and I don't think he's ever won, yeah at some of yeah, okay, and it's just like it's sort of beggar's belief, I think you know Jake Myers obviously does a great skid, and he's got the bloodline his his father is a living legend and a hall of famer for all that sort of stuff, but um, yeah, I don't know, I think to answer the question directly, what do we prefer? We can say it together, yeah. we prefer. Absolutely, and I reckon most would. Like I reckon, if you could somehow put up a pole, most would. Like, yeah, but and I like think... the same thing. Well, like if you, because like I, uh, he was fairly fed up with with, the, with these particular events or whatever. So you, you just you just don't support the yeah. ones that don't support you. I guess, like in a way, I, I don't think know. Now he's, I think the the car, the way that it's set up, and and forty. Does with it. and his driving style. I think it does suit the power crew style event more, where he can belt it around. The, the bloke corner. can drive. Jesus. Oh, yeah. You know this. This isn't like a friggin' S S chassis friggin' <laughs> Nissan man. Like this thing is an old people mover. Yeah. And he's he put- making it do things that it never ever yeah should be doing so that's put entertainment in itself right there yeah put engine braking back in the gearbox so that he can control it get on and off the throttle around yeah. the corner this is like a 70s x taxi shit box and mm-hmm. he's like come around the corner hard and then he would just loop a couple of nuts and then pull straight out of it and belt the tires down the straight it's yeah. amazing to watch yeah he's a showman for sure absolutely what was the other? Was there a second Cletus part of Cletus McFarlane. What oh, are your yeah. thoughts on Cletus? That bloke is living the dream. Yeah, he um, he's pretty much set the the standard. Really, he is the gold standard. Yeah. yeah, he probably doesn't have the most amount of subscribers or views out there, but man, oh, he couldn't be far off though. Surely, like for how long he's been doing it? Yeah, and he's a good businessman. You know, he's like, just a can... good fella as well. I think it comes across pretty, yeah, pretty evidently that. He he's a good guy. Like all he looks after all his guys. Yeah. And he's definitely managed to get it get his channel to a point now where each one can be their own their own character, and you know everyone's got their own little Leech. bit now. And and you know like he's you know everyone's got their own shirts, so they're all getting their money. Because I'd imagine it'd be really hard. Because I'm sure he's making like a good amount of money. I know he spends a hell of a lot of money yeah. making this content, but you know <laughs> he he's making a lot of money as well, and rightfully so. Yeah um if you're like working for he's employed you like you're james or you know whoever ty you you're seeing this dude make like millions of dollars a year and you're if you're just on like a standard wage only even though that's all you should be getting it'd still be a bit i don't know a bit rough so like he's given you a bit of an opportunity to be your own star on his show you know you get to sell he's you know he's put the the platform there for you to have your own shirt and you i don't know exactly the split or whatever but i'm sure they get a lot of it or most of it or all of it or whatever mm. that's cool man like he yeah. he doesn't have to do that and we follow other people on youtube that you can just see man he just choose you know people just chew you up and spit here yeah, and move on to the next guy that you can use up so he's not that guy no and i think that's why he's doing so well he's a good fella yeah and the thing that i like sort of from the the business side of thing is that he's looking after the families as well. So like, not only has he got James there working as his like lead mechanic, but then he's got his missus in the merch room, packing orders. Yeah, and you know, like, so he's, he's really sort of supporting the, the whole, he's keeping it within the, family. well, yeah, he, he's created his own sort of family in a way, it's which ecos- is the way to do yeah, it. For it's sure. It's an ecosystem that, that he's created and yeah, hats off to him, man. He's, he's doing great things. He's, he's a good role model for the sport as well. Um, you know, he likes to play up and do some silly things or whatever from time to time, but he doesn't take it too far nah, on camera. He's pretty at least. sedate, yeah. I think yeah, he's all right. and um, you know, build some sick cars. Yeah, and he's just like he gets the vision that we all sort of have in our head, but he gets out there and yeah. Gets it's started. really taken off in the last couple of years. Hey, like yeah. I've been watching him. I don't watch all his stuff. I don't watch all of anyone's stuff. It just depends what I'm doing. Yeah, and where I'm at, but. You know, I could go a month without watching anything, but then when, like, this Fox Body stuff oh, that he's doing now. Say, can we talk about the Fox Yeah, body? <laughs> the Fox Body that he's just put that Godzilla motor in. And I haven't even watched – I didn't even watch the build, like, the episode before where they were, they've they put the turbos off friggin' Leroy's old setup. I didn't watch any of that, but I just watched the – when they did the first pass on this thing, it's got the Bruno drive with the bloody Lenko, Lenko five-speed in it. So it's got these all these levers that you're yanking on and – it does like an eight twenty-five off the trail. First, First full pass, pass eight twenty-five <laughs> on a bone stock Godzilla with what was it? A camshaft well, and lifters? It's not a bone stock. Yeah, yeah. Camshaft? It's, it's a stock. Stock bottom man. man. Yeah. So with it's a cam and lifters. Oh mate, I don't even know if they did lifters in the end. Yeah, I think they did put lifters in. And I think they ended up being the same as like an LS seven. Yeah, okay whatever. But Yeah, whatever. It's, um, it's a stock bottom end. The shit that's got to take all the power that is stock. Didn't even yeah. gap the rings no. and went eight. Tw- although it broke down the next day, they think they ate a piston, so it was probably. Yeah, now, I think what the I briefly sort of tapping through the video today when I had half chance. Um, I think their their theory is maybe it stretched a rod bolt during the eight twenty five pass and now driving oh, on the streets no, no, no. just made it. Yeah, exactly. Look, let's look. They've just. Fuck man, how much power do you need to make to run eight? To, I don't know. I'm not even going to pretend like I know. But it's a lot. Like well, I think they ran like light. fifteen, sixteen psi. Yeah. With pounds. what are those it's turbos, man? They got to be like seventy sixes or something. No, are they 72s? that big? I thought they were the old Lero ones that were maybe like sixty sevens or. You 7, might be right. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Even if it's got like a pair of sixty sixes on it, man, that's enough to that's yeah. enough to pull your muffin cap clean, clean off. Back. Yeah. So they probably went a little hard on it yeah but well, they I mean, did have boost creep issues so like i think they were aiming for like 12 psi and they ended up getting like 16 or something so yeah i think um james took it over the way bridge at bradenton and it weighed with him in it like literally coming down the return road drove on to the thing it was 3036 pound or something mm. so it's not a heavy i mean it's not a light car but it's not a heavy car yeah it's, yeah it's not as low as what those things can get, they are pretty light. I was gonna say, they haven't taken any weight out of it mm-hmm. either, you know. Like, apart from removing the interior, I mean, they could cut a lot more out. Oh, yeah, and they will too. That look, that thing will morph in the next six months, it'll be like a rod and piston, friggin' cylinder head like you name it. The yeah. thing will be ripping, the thing will be ripping friggin' mid sevens. Yeah, I was gonna say mid sevens before you know it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> before you know it, like pulling just, them lightning rods, yeah, boom, boom, yeah. Boom. Yeah, I do love watching them build the, the stuff they do. And Ty's awesome to watch. Yeah. He's very clever. Good fab. Yeah. Good fab guy. George is a character. Yeah. he's a, They all are. All Everyone there is there for a reason. Eh? Absolutely, yeah. They all bring their, own, their, bring their own thing to the channel. So, you yeah. know, yeah, that's probably my, one of my favourite channels to watch. And probably the most exciting video I've ever watched on YouTube in my life was the one where he was racing that stadium track. And he was leading that race that he shouldn't have even been leading, <laughs> and he spun out on like the last jump before the finish line. I was, I was turned up. That was very exciting. So yeah, yeah, no, love his stuff. It's yeah. cool. And the opportunities he's been getting handed now is just wild. Yeah, have he's gone him. hard. He's gone hard for sure. Imagine if one day, nah, 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 no, nah, I nah, 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 don't say that. Next call, yeah.
2: <laughs> hey lads. Ben Prouse here. First any? time caller, long time listener. <laughs> Look, just want to see your thoughts on uh, on sheds. You know, if you had a blank slate, new shed to deck out, what would you do? Would you coat the floor? Make oil spills easy to clean up. What kind of hoist would you use? What kind of brand, size? Where would you put it? Um, would you insulate? Aircon? You know, any little tips and tricks would be great thanks boys cheers shed
0: setup so i mean in a perfect world we'd have a 20 by 30 with a five meter wall height and a 15 by 15 mezzanine that was fully sealed so that we could have like a podcast studio and then underneath there'd be like a sealed fabrication room and then an engine building room and there'd be like a wash down station and (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we've definitely outgrown our like to per like our sheds each I think like I feel like I have anyway I've sort of I want to do other things maybe you have an outgrown for what you're doing but for what I'm doing as or as you and I as a collective it's. I wish I had another lift and a little bit more room but mm. I just don't have it right now but I think the first rule is you can never build your shed too big I've never met anyone that's built a shed too big yet no so if you're ever when you're any advice I would give to someone that's looking at building a shed is if you're tossing up between two sizes, definitely pick the bigger one. Like yeah. 100%, you you won't regret it. Yeah. You just won't. If you're planning, if you're planning to build your shed and your shower shy allows a certain maximum size and you can go to the maximum, do that. Um, yeah. Or if your missus, you know, obviously has some sp- requirements on what they want in the backyard or whatever. And they're telling you that this is what's got to be just, Make it as big as humanly possible, even if it's only going to cost... Say if it's going to cost you an extra two or three grand and you can't really afford it or justify it, trust me, it's going to be a hell of a lot cheaper to do it now in the first instance than to try and extend it later. Yeah, 100%. I'm looking at extending mine. Well, I'm starting to flirt with the idea anyway and I'm not sure if I can be bothered or if it's worth it, but... Yeah. Yeah, so first rule, go as big as you can and then I think... Covering a couple of those other points, definitely do the floor. Yeah, I wish I, I did. Yeah, I, I wish I because I built my my whole shed. I built with me and my mates from scratch. I built all the steelwork myself. We did the concrete. We, we did everything. So once you've got your shed and you moved in, you ain't, you don't want to pull all the shit back out to no. put an epoxy floor in it. Man, like you might as well if you've got the money and you want to do it. Just leave it empty and do it straight away. So then once you've moved, shifted all your shit in, that's it. You don't need to do it again. I had Um, plans to do this floor um, before I'd sort of moved everything in. But then by the time the house had settled and I moved into the house, I actually had all of my stuff in a commercial shed because my previous house didn't have a shed. I didn't have a big backyard big enough. So I was leasing a commercial shed, which is where I have my hoist and stuff. Um... But by the time I got into this house, the lease was running out on that shed. So I didn't really have time, um, which sucked. Cause like you say, now I don't want to move everything out. To yeah, do it's a floor. big job. Yeah. Because it takes... It's, I've never done it, but I'm sh- it's not a day. It's not a one-day job. No. So, where are you going to put all this sh- this crap? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just... It's, it's impossible almost. Yeah. So, so 100% do coat do the, the floor. Do the floor. And the other thing you want to do... Powerpoints. Oh, yeah. Go put crazy on PowerPoints. Way more than you need. Yeah. And I went crazy with mine, but I left like... There's like one corner of my shed where all the door is and stuff where I didn't put any. And that's a bit of a pain in the ass, but in a totality i've got like heaps of them so you might as well just get a heap while you're doing it and yeah. the other like the, pretty much the number one rule i would say is insulate your roof at a minimum when yeah. you're building the shed because they will lay the insulation over the roof and then screw the tin to it you do not want to have to either take the tin off to do it like that or try and fix it underneath like a ceiling yeah. two horrible ways to go about it get your insulation on your roof at a bare minimum. You don't necessarily, you can do the walls whenever, but do the roof yeah. as a minimum. That was a golden rule that I was taught and I, I went with it. Yeah, so That's the most important. If you had to pick between doing your floor or doing the insulation, you 100% do the insulation in the roof because you do not, do not want to do that again. No, and that's exactly right. So I had to redo this roof. This roof was not the roof that was on the shed when I bought the house. Same thing, I've moved everything in here but I couldn't put my hoist up because the roof was too shallow, you know, like the pitch. The pitch was low. Yeah, yeah. the pitch was low. So I had the roof taken off this shed and I had all these trusses remade and I should have put the insulation on the roof then, but I'd literally just bought the house and paid the stamp duty and this and that. And that was an expense that I just didn't want in the first place. And it was going to be an extra, I think it was two and a half or three grand, which I literally just did not have. Um, but I really wish I had have just, I don't know, got a credit card or refinanced or even just or... waited to do the roof for like a tiny bit longer, maybe yeah. like in hindsight and, and done the installation on the roof. Like you say, you can do the walls at any time. You can just get some of those like roofing bats and put that in there and, you know, s- screw some rock or wood or whatever and insulate the walls at any time. That's easy. But the roof is a pain and I wish I had have done it. Mm. My other golden rule You've covered a couple of really good points, but my thing is get everything you can off the floor. Um, Make sure that you've got good pallet racks or if you're building like benches and stuff, maybe put them on wheels. Make things so that you can move it easily because there's nothing worse than having a giant boulder of something in the middle of your shed that you can't Mm. move or work around. I've got, obviously I've got a bunch of engines here. Oh, bump the microphone got a bunch of engines here, but they are all on like wheelie stands and mm. stuff and I can move them reasonably easily. Um, I wish I'd put some casters under that bench. Not that I'd ever feel like I would have to move it, but it would be handy at mm. times to be able to move the bench. Same with your toolboxes. I've got a roll cab, you know, like make sure that stuff can be moved around easily. As for hoist, I think if you're only going to have one, if you can only have one hoist, definitely pick... A two-post, two-poster with a clear floor, yeah, yeah, clear floor, a, and get is... something like in the like four or four and a half ton range because yeah. you never know when you might just have to lift up your full drive or something like that. Some of these cars are heavier than what you think. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying Especially to think of the model. brand, the brand that Liam's got, the Light Blue brand, and Corey's got a couple as well. Is that, it Auto Lift? I think it is Auto Lift. I was that's what I was thinking. Mm. That that's a good brand. Says so Hap. Auto lift. I think the Joel's Garage Gear stuff. Like, there's a couple of stuff that a lot of them are overseas manufacturers. Or that oh, they all are. Unless you've got, like, a Molnar or something say, like that. I was going to say, you don't need to spend 20 grand on a Molnar. Oh, you see the price of, like, a kitted-out Molnar, you'll... Yeah. You'll realise, yeah, not for my back shed. Nah, no. Nah, you're not a commercial workshop that's gone up, down, up, down, up, down 20 times a day. You can afford to have a cheap. I bought mine second hand. It's a Chinese... Hoist um, from an Australian distributor. I bought it second hand from a workshop that was closing down for like sixteen hundred bucks, and it's got some quirks. It's got some minor sort of but things yeah, you got to work can, around. We can work around them. Yeah, for the for the time that we use it, it's perfect. Yeah, don't yeah, yeah don't feel like you have to go and buy a Benpack pack or buy a Molnar or something yeah. because unless you are using it for a commercial sense, then it's not worth it. No, I think a four poster. You can get the four-poster with the centre jacks, which sort of gives you the best of both worlds, but they use up so much. Yeah, yeah. Our boy Liam's got – he's got both. He's got a two-post and a four-post. The way his shed's set up, he's got a massive opening, so he can sort of swindle that with the room and stuff. So he stacks cars. Like, he's got so many cars and stuff like that. He's got no time to work on the ute. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's got the best of both there. And – um it depends what you want to do. If you just want to store cars, then maybe a two-post really. I mean, I I store my car on mine nearly all the time, so you can do it, but... Yeah. The clear floor is definitely good if you ever plan on ripping boxes out and stuff like that. Like, it's been good for us doing that. I couldn't imagine trying to wrestle, you know, with all the cables going under and stuff like that. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got mates that have got the uh, base plate style, and one of them actually ended up cutting their concrete and sinking the hoist down a bit so that they could it was like a clear floor without being a clear floor i guess in that sense and that way you don't have the crossbar at the top yeah so if you've got a high four-wheel drive with a rooftop tent or something on it then you don't have to worry about that but for me, I think the engineering to to get that right. I think I'd rather just yeah. Have that's clear a lot floor. of rooting around, eh? Yeah. Sure. Clear floor two posts is probably the most versatile. Yeah, yeah. and you and you. I think you really only need like a hundred mil thick, like good grade concrete with some Rio in it, and you're laughing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And if you do punch through, obviously you can't use a chem set, but you could use a DynaBolt. bolt. Yeah. Yeah, so. I punched through. I built mine specifically to have a lift in it. I put massive footings that were like 500 mil deep just because that's just what we did. And uh, I still missed on a couple of holes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still put it in the shallow bit. Yeah, but that's all right. So Same thing. I had to modify this. So this, um, I drilled through and there was about 80 mil sort of in a few spots where I thought the hoist was going to be. So I ended up cutting the concrete out, digging 350 or 400 mil down and... Mm-hmm. Putting in a Rio cage and stuff like that. And, you know, it would have been so much nicer to build this shed from the start mm-hmm. and have it the way I want it. But obviously, I bought the house with the shed um, and I had to modify it to so. suit. Yeah. One day, one day we'll get them dream sheds. Yeah, so, yeah, you definitely want to go as wide as you can as well. If you've got roller doors, see, I put a sliding door on mine because mine's only six metres. So, if I had a roller door on, it would have got in the way of when I was lifting cars. Yeah. So, I went with a sliding door, which is not as good. It's definitely not as good, I don't think, anyway. Not the way mine's set up. Not as good as a roller door. If you can, probably go deeper than six metres. I'd probably go seven at a minimum. Yeah. Because then that way you've got – you might see sometimes on. Kurt's shed and mine as well but um you're kind of tight at the front and the back of the car and it's not bad it really isn't that bad but another mate another meter is never gonna hurt you you know it'd be a lot nicer to work around because obviously if you're working in the engine bay that's sort of you know and I could have done that like I could have done that but back when I built the shed that was a long time ago. That's so right. I didn't even really know what I wanted. So I was gonna say it's one of those things until you get in there and work in one you don't really know what it is that you need until yeah. you, now you know. Yeah. 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 And yeah when I build my next place it's gonna be heaps better. And probably put some whirly birds in. Yeah, that's what I've got to do. I haven't got a single window or whirly bird or anything. I've got one door and that's it. I'm lucky I've got um the one roller door at that end, one at this end, and I've also got a window over there which mm. never gets used, but I can open those and get some air through. You don't have that luxury. But I still would like a couple of whirlybirds or one of them solar paneled whirlybirds. That'd be handy. Yeah. Sweet. Jeez. That was a long segment, wasn't it? It was. It was good though. Yeah. Thanks for getting in with your voicemails. Um, Do continue to send them in. If we get to a point where we do get a few, we'll um, spread them out over a couple of episodes or... You know, we might have to pick a top five or hell, we could even just create a whole new podcast just for people that call in if that becomes a thing. But Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. This is um I don't know, felt like it was a pretty long one. Yeah, and we're still just winging the shit out of it. <laughs> Not really preparing, but that's kinda how it needs to be really. Yeah. I've got um This this is just a compliment the the YouTube video stuff really, isn't it? Like Yeah. And I've got one video that's mostly filmed. I don't know how I'm going to turn it into an episode yet. I went and filmed a testing session at the Perth Motorplex. Um, thanks to the Black Magic Race Cars guys for inviting me and hosting me ever so graciously. I couldn't make it, unfortunately. a nah. Bit of a bummer, but ho- I don't know, hopefully we get to do it again one day, maybe. And Yeah. I don't know what the footage is going to be like, but there are some wild cars, um, and I'll see if I can stitch that into an episode at some point, and I'm going to have to do a VH update soon, because we're starting to make some moves there towards getting it ready for paint, so be one of those. And then... We're going to be getting pretty close to getting a fresh project on the go. I think hopefully... I don't know whether it'll be maybe we just start doing a little bit on, say, on the Blue yeah. Mule there or... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This well, other blue... I've got so much stuff we've got to start doing. I've just got to... I've been put so much on the back burner with, with this car and it still needs more so, as well but I've just got to let it just cool for a minute and get some of this other stuff happening because there's some other cool projects coming yeah thanks heaps for listening guys talkhub.com.au so you can send us a voicemail or buy yourself some merch
1: until the next one see ya bye